What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Secluded Thoughts. I am your host, Sensi. And on this podcast, we talk about what you can do to take accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about why your pain is necessary. So if you haven't already adopted this perspective, then it might sound like I'm being a bit unreasonable by saying your pain is necessary, but just bear with me. Right, I'll, I'll explain everything in this episode. Now, we have all been through painful moments in our life and we most likely will go through more painful moments because that's just how life is. So let's start off with when you're in the middle of a painful moment. Now, it's absolutely terrible, right? Like, And there's different degrees of pain. You know, some things are more painful than others, but... It's not about how painful it is, like pain is pain, right? Let's just talk about when you're in the middle of a painful moment. So when you're going through something painful, it's absolutely terrible. You feel like crap, like it's just, like it's terrible. And a lot of people try to avoid it. Like you don't actually want to feel the pain because it's absolutely terrible, like If you were anything like me a few years ago, you don't like to cry, right? You don't like to be vulnerable. You don't like to show emotion. You try to be strong all the time and save face and act like your life is all together. That is a lie. (laughs) That is fake news. Coming from somebody who did that myself, that is fake news, okay? Like nobody's life is all the way together. Like we all go through painful things, but... The first thing I want to say is that when you're in the middle of a painful moment, in my opinion, I feel like it's important for you to actually feel it, like actually take time to feel. Do not try to avoid it by, you know, going out and drinking or distracting yourself with a bunch of other external things and people. Actually take time to deal with it because... I remember when I was in the middle of a very painful moment and I talked about this in 
episode six, I was literally on the verge of suicide and I was avoiding feeling how I was feeling because I felt like it was too much. And as a result, it just grew heavier and heavier and it felt like it was too much to carry. And I realized in hindsight that it's important to actually take time off to feel so that you can actually heal from whatever it is that's hurting you. Because distractions just delay the pain. It just prolongs it. By being distracted, you're not actually going to get rid of the pain. It just gives you something else to think about. And then we all know when you get in bed at night and there's nothing else to distract you right before bed, it's like that's when, you know, all of those thoughts come creeping in and it can be very unbearable sometimes. And that's why it's important to actually give yourself time to feel how you're feeling, acknowledge your emotions and just let it out. Like don't try to hold it in because it's going to just weigh heavy on you and it's going to become too much to bear. The first thing you should do is just feel. Cry yourself to sleep if you need to, scream if you need to, work out, go to the gym, punch something if you need to, go for a run. Whatever you feel like will give you a release of all of that pent-up emotion. Actually take the time to feel it first because... It's not going to actually get any better until you get rid of all of that emotional buildup that you might be keeping inside for fear of letting your guard down and being vulnerable. So even though it's terrible, just cry. Like just just feel what you need to feel. You don't have to cry in front of anybody. Personally, I just cried myself to sleep a lot until I literally could not cry anymore. Like I cried so much. One time I went to cry and I felt like there was nothing there. And it was just weird because it was like, okay, I have no more tears left in me. I don't feel like crying, but I don't necessarily feel better. But on the other hand, I don't feel as bad as I was feeling before because I let out all of that emotion. So I feel like the first thing you need to do is just find a release let go, let it out, and then you can work on healing from that pain. Because then your judgment won't be clouded by emotion. Like you'll have a clearer state of mind so you can get started with the healing process later on. And after you let that emotion out, try to focus on what it is that you need right now to make yourself feel better. And you know, it's not really my place to say, but I would advise, you know, really try to focus on things that will help and not necessarily make you feel good in the moment, but then might have consequences later on. You know, like, for example, don't go drinking and get like extremely drunk or something like that and then have to deal with the hangover later on. Like, when I say look for things that would make you feel better, I mean like if you need to put your phone on do not disturb and not talk to anybody or just take a day to yourself, like a self-care day, take yourself out to eat or something, whatever it is you feel like you need, even if it's just a day to just sleep, like you don't even have to do anything, you don't have to go out. If you just need to sleep, you just need to relax, whatever it is you need, do that, take some time off. Until you get yourself to a point where you can start reflecting on the situation. 
Speaking of reflection, one of my favorite quotes is, you don't learn from experience, you learn from reflecting on experience. And I forgot who it's by, but basically it explains that you don't necessarily automatically learn from experience. You have to actually take the time to reflect on the experience and look at your actions, look at the mistakes you made and what lessons you could learn from the whole situation. And that's why I feel like when you go through something painful, once you get through, you know, all of the emotions and you feel a little bit better, you should start reflecting on the experience to try to figure out, well, first of all, what happened and what part did you have to play? What did you learn and how will you do things differently next time? If you don't actually reflect on the experience, you might just regard it as a negative experience and then just be complaining about it or even play the victim in the situation. And I'm not saying nothing wasn't done to you. I'm saying you should try to look at it from the standpoint of what did this teach me? What can I learn from this? And how can I do things differently next time? so that you can avoid making the same mistake twice or you can avoid going through that same experience again. And I should point out that the whole point of reflecting on the experience is not to talk about what was done to you or what somebody else did to you, what pain they caused you, because you can't control other people. You can only control yourself. So you have to look at it from a perspective of what part did you have to play in it and how can you prevent something like this later on? Or how can you change your attitude and your perspective in dealing with situations like this so that you react to it differently if it should ever come up again in your life? Like I said, this whole podcast is about taking accountability. We're not talking about what other people have done to us. We're talking about what we can do differently to get the life we want. So don't try to reflect in terms of what other people did to you or what happened to you in life. Try to look at it from a perspective of what you can actually control. Now let's get into why your pain is necessary. So again, I know that depending on whatever pain you are thinking of in your mind, it might feel like a curse or a burden or like you might be thinking, why did this have to happen to me? Like, what did I did to deserve this? But the truth of the matter is, if you did not have this experience, you would not be the person you are today. And you would not become the person you need to become in the future to do whatever it is that you were put on this earth to do. And I gave a whole sermon about this in my last episode on why you shouldn't be hard on yourself. And I'm going to go even further into why you need to look at your pain as something that's necessary instead of something that's meant to harm you or hold you back. Because if you really think about it, if you did not go through what you went through, you would not be passionate about the things you are today. And not having one experience in your life would have made you a completely different person. Like a lot of the things people choose to do with their lives, whether it's their main careers or a hobby or involvement in nonprofit organizations or groups, like any random organizations, anything outside of their normal job, it's mainly because 
they have an experience that makes them relate to the specific cause of that group. For example, if I didn't go through the lowest points in my life when I was 16 and almost committed suicide, I would not have gone through the complete transformation that I went through and I would not be the person I am today and I would have never started this podcast and you would not be listening to this podcast. And if the next person did not grow up in a house with domestic violence or exposure to domestic violence, then they would not have a passion to help abused women. Or if this other person did not struggle to pay for school, then they wouldn't have the desire to start a scholarship fund. That's one of my goals in life. Like I want to start a scholarship fund to help college students because in college I was responsible for taking care of my tuition and all of that and I really struggled working and trying to pay for school and I was really struggling with trying to manage my classes and working and to pay for school and honestly sometimes I felt like it wasn't even worth it and it was like extremely hard on me and I remember thinking to myself that my children will never pay for college And then I thought to myself, once I start making a certain amount of money, I'm going to start a scholarship fund and I'm going to donate scholarship to students because I know how hard it is when you don't know if you can pay your tuition for the next semester. Like that's something that really weighs down on you. And in school, it was very hard for me to deal with. But in hindsight, now that I've made it through it, I, but in hindsight, now that I've made it through it, I feel like I should use that pain to fuel my desire to start the scholarship funds so that I can help other students. So when you start to look at it from that perspective, you would realize that you went through certain things so that you can be able to relate to a certain experience and help people who are going through or who have gone through similar experiences. So now my question for you is, What is your pain calling you to do? How can you help others who are struggling with what you went through or what you are going through? And if you are still scarred and dealing with your pain, then again, understand that it's working for you, not against you. Life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. You have to go through these experiences in order to shape you into the person you are supposed to become. And in episode seven on the podcast on why you are the way you are and how to become who you want to be, I basically talk about how these different experiences have shaped you into the person you are now and how you can alter these experiences or alter your future experiences to become the person you want to be. So if you need some more advice on how you can become the person you want to be, I would recommend listening to episode seven. But like I said before, if you're in the middle of a painful situation, then it's absolutely terrible. Your main priority should be taking some time off to feel and go through the work so that you can get more clarity of mind, that you can get more peace of mind, and you can be in a more stable state before you start to develop your mindset and change your perspective into how it's working for you instead of against you. 
Because if you're going through a painful situation right now and you don't necessarily have that perspective and I'm coming on here telling you that it's necessary for you to struggle right now, you might be thinking I'm crazy. Like if you haven't already turned off this episode, you might be thinking I'm crazy because it's like you might be asking yourself, why is this pain necessary? Why do you have to struggle right now? But I promise you in the end, if you actually take some time to reflect after you deal with that situation, you will realize that it was meant to teach you something. And I'm sure there are painful situations that you have been through in the past in your life where now you can probably look back and say, okay, well, if that didn't happen, X, Y, Z wouldn't happen after that. And I would have probably been a completely different person. Now, some of us might think that that completely different person that we would have been would have probably been better than who we are now. But that's just not true. You are exactly who you need to be right now. You're not late. You're not early. You're exactly on time. You are exactly who you need to be and you have exactly what you need to have. And if you are in a painful situation, then it might feel like you are stuck. But sometimes what you actually need to do to get through a rut is basically shift your perspective Sometimes you just need to shift your perspective on what you're going through to have a completely different experience. Sometimes a change in attitude is all it takes. Because I can tell you, there were times when I did not have the money to pay for the next semester of my college tuition. And I always did the payment plan so I could have enough time to pay it. And sometimes I would literally have to be waiting on my next paycheck before I can do the payment plan and then literally pay last minute before I get kicked out of the semester. And I would literally be so stressed out the entire week and I would cry myself to sleep sometimes. But then when I wake up in the morning or after I was done crying, I would say, Thank you for this experience, God, because I know it's shaping me into becoming the woman I am meant to be. Like, it sounds crazy, but I would literally say that and different variations of that. Like sometimes after I cried because I was so stressed out and worried that I wouldn't be able to pay, instead of complaining and remaining in that stressful state of mind, I would literally just say to myself, thank you for giving me the funds to pay for the semester. Even though this experience is very hard, I know it's giving me the fuel and the desire to become successful so that my children will never have to pay for college. Literally, I would say that to myself every semester because every semester I had to pay for college myself. I had to work to pay for it. And if it was the fall semester, it would be easier to pay because I would have enough time to work through the summer, but then Paying for spring semester was hard because I had to work part-time because I was a full-time student and then I had to work after class and it was just a lot more stressful and a shorter time frame to make enough money to pay for the next semester. So paying for spring semester was always hard on me and I always started spring semester like on a really bad note. Like my grades always suffered like for the first week, if we had any assignments or anything left to do, like I would always struggle and start off slow because I would always be so stressed out when it came to paying for the semester. But instead of letting that take a toll on me and discouraging me, once I paid it and even before I paid it, I would just pray and I would say, thank you for giving me the money to pay for the semester. 
And I would always remind myself that the pain that I'm going through now is so that I can know what it's like to struggle so that my children will never have to struggle, literally. So sometimes it just takes a change in your attitude, a shift in your perspective. Even if it's hard, you don't have to let that hold you back. You don't have to let that keep you down. You can decide to feel the pain, feel the stress anyway, and then still be grateful and still look forward to better, still be thankful that you wake up to see another day. So that is all I have for this week. Thank you for tuning in. I really hoped you liked this episode. I hope it was helpful. And if you know anybody else who needs to hear this, make sure you share this episode with them. And don't forget, if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a five-star rating. I would really appreciate that and it would really help the podcast. If you have any ideas for topics that you would like me to talk about, make sure you click the link in the podcast show notes to leave a suggestion. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you again next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.